following episode contains explicit content. You've been warned. But you don't have to go, go, my God, da, 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 da. go to the fall sky. Yeah, because, when, because when people do don't that, tune into you're, that. You're, Welcome to another exciting edition of Brain Snacks with Jackson Max. What's up? Uh, so, what do you? What's going on in the in the world that tickled your mind this week, Mister Jackson? All right. So, NPR. Right. We got to set the stage here. We're on NPR. NPR. Which, if, oh, Jesus. if you're not familiar, it's National Public Radio. You should never go on there. Um. Oh, oh no! You should totally listen to any of their podcasts because uh, you want to fall asleep while driving. Yes, they will put you to sleep. Yes, they will. And the topic of this article is what got me for a few different reasons, and it's quiet. It's called quiet quitting. People, quiet quitting. people are quiet quitting their jobs, which is different somehow. In the twisted arc and twisted minds of NPR, than just the way it's always been. For people who aren't passionate at a dead end job to just stop doing anything extra or giving a half of a fuck about the thing they're doing. But so it's got so this isn't actually quitting. They're still showing up to work. They, they're not quitting their job no they're not quitting their job they're and they're not actively trying to get fired no it's uh, it's max what you don't understand about it I've, actually max actually what you don't understand is it's called quiet quitting quiet and quitting? it's a thing okay it's a thing i've are you gonna you have to do the up speak if you're gonna talk if you're gonna if you're gonna yeah. mansplain this <laughs> yeah. to me if you're gonna woke explain yeah, this, that's, to say, me. that's not mansplaining. <laughs> it's a woke explanation. <laughs> not it's a woke explanation. But the thing I found interesting about it, as I said, was that I find it remarkably fascinating how we've come to rebrand the way that every low-level job. I mean, I say every. I I don't mean that completely, absolutely. But mm. on the whole, I mean, think of your think of a fast food joint. And a person's mm-hmm. think of this. I've seen this a million times over. I know. I know people have too. You're sitting there at a in a, a sticky booth, eating a <laughs> fucking cheeseburger out of a wrapper, and mm-hmm. you see out of the corner of your eye an employee sweeping, like they're a zombie, mm-hmm. sweeping the floor, but not really sweeping the floor. That okay. that's what I think of quiet quitting. It's like I'm doing the motions. Like it's almost like, like they're becoming like an NPC <laughs> in the game. Non-play, yeah. Non-playable character yeah. for those of you that aren't into game. I'm not. I'm not into games, but I do know that. So, well, a lot. Of, some people don't know what NPC is. So, and, and I, I just clarify. I'm gonna go on a quick tangent, by the way. But speaking of NPCs, because I I had a real world. I had a real world encounter with quiet with a quiet quitter. I presume, uh-huh. and it's at the apartment complex that I live at. Uh-huh. Um. I had been, I, I my, my lease is up for renewal this month, and about two months ago, I had them send me the form to renew online. Yeah, 
And they said I had like a month to do it. And being the piece of shit I am, I waited the whole month, didn't ever do it, was up in the air. Do I want to move back in with mom? Do I want to do that? Like, screw this, you know, whatever. Yeah. And long story short, it expired. The link expired. So I had to get a new one sent, which no problem. I called them up, mm. you know, same way. And I spoke to this guy that works in the office over here. And, you know, you know, that 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 fluff that fluff of like, oh, oh, hold on a second. Let, let me look it up real quick. Or just, just give me yeah. a second, sir. Just, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know? And, you know, I, I, I'm i not sure if I'm going to be able to do that. Um, my supervisor's not in right now. She had a family emergency, blah, blah, blah. You know, that kind of shit. Yeah. And, which yeah. I get it. I mean, maybe, maybe I'm, I'm not, I don't know. Well, this happens. I have to call about three or four times and I never get the fucking link. And it's always because of a family emergency or something. So I eventually just yeah. went in the office. And encountered this guy, and I, I recognized his voice. I knew it was him, and he's dressed to the he's dressed to the nines. He looks the part. Looks like a leasing agent or whatever. And mm. I mean, he looks awesome. Um, yeah. probably gay. That's irrelevant. Um, and he, uh, I, I, I pro- proposed the same thing. Hey, I live in Unit nineteen oh five. By the way. And I'm trying to renew. Now we, now we just have to figure yes. out exactly which apartment yes, complexes. Yes, 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 yes. So bleep that. Um, so I'm trying to renew my lease, and I need the form saying. He said, "Okay, well, if you can just come back this afternoon." And I mean, I looked at this motherfucker sideways. Mm. I'm like, "Really? What? Okay, whatever." So I came back. <laughs> I came back and spoke to the to the woman, the woman of power in the office, the manager. Mm. And yeah. she says, this is a long story, but she says, bring it on. She says, give me about five minutes and I'll have it sent over. And I was like, and this, and this is over the course of like a month almost of me trying to get this five minute thing. Done. And I'm like, <laughs> and he's sitting there, he's sitting there in shame on his phone in the same office. And I'm like, really? Like, oh. you should have just told me whenever, whenever I called the first time that you weren't a real person. Okay. They, I'm oh. I'm an NPC. You're going to have to oh. you're going to have to come into the office and you're going to have to deliver the sentence from your lips to her ears. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm here every day, but I can't do that. That's not that's not in my description. So quiet quitter. Well, maybe. <laughs> well, I that I mean that that sounds just like another level. That's not. I, I wouldn't even categorize that as quiet quitting in the context of, that you're you're talking he, about. Yeah, he's a pro. Because this person had to put forth a lot of effort in order to completely avoid the issue. Yeah. So by by putting you off and putting you off and putting you off, all that time stacked on top of each other will total more time than it would have taken him to just send you a fucking link. He did more work. He did yes. more work. So maybe I guess maybe he's not in that category, but that's just what I thought about because I mean that right there is just like what the fuck like, and and I think that's probably more in line with how things actually are. Everything's kind of a facade, and just kind of looks like a business, you know. But really inside, mm. they're just kind of rocks, you know. There's rocks dead. in the head. We're all dead, just dead inside. Yeah. So anyway, well, so I, NPR. I think. I, I, well, I think. I think the rebranding of a lot of things like to, they're just trying to normalize it with with new hip terminology. And that's what a lot of a lot of wokeism is. But it's not just wokeism. It's uh, just civilized culture in general. We always want to car- categorize something as something new like PTSD, 
like in the last, you know, since the Iraq uh, Afghanistan wars, um, PTSD has been like the new buzzword for people that have, again, post-traumatic stress disorder. Right. Like that's a real, that's a real thing. But they, it was miscategorized way back in the day. They called it shell shock back in World War II. Mm-hmm. And then in, in Vietnam, there was another term for it, which it wasn't shell shock. Uh, I can't remember exactly what it was, but there's new terminology that comes out like every other generation, it seems like. And that's okay. But to, to redefine it and to miscategorize this by calling it quitting, just call them being, just look. There's not there's not a rash of quiet quitting going on. There's just a rash of lazy fucking people out there that don't give a fuck about their job because they feel like their job isn't going to put them. They're not going to go anywhere in life. Right. And they're and they might be right. You know what I mean? Like it like mm-hmm. chances are they've because, you know, because I think it's also connected to the whole um, resurgence or the new popularization of like mindfulness and meditation and all that shit and taking care mm-hmm. of your mental health. Like now yeah. we as a country have acknowledged that we have minds and all that stuff. So people are like find it maybe maybe having a, a moment of clarity and being yeah. like, Oh my god, what am I doing in my life? And then they start to prioritize the home life a little more, start taking bubble baths and shit, and they're like, Eh, well, you know, my job is kind of, you know, soulless and I'm not really it's, it's you know, there's a it's a dead end, so but there's that extra you, you gotta have there's got to be there's more to this equation than just mm. continuing to go to the job that you've already found out. You know, you got a couple options, but I don't I don't think quiet quitting is a is a sustainable option. Obviously, I mean, yeah. how are we going to I mean, how is anything going to happen? Well, there's not going to be much innovation if that's just people are just showing up and going through the motions to collect a paycheck. Right. But I mean, uh, honestly, like again, that they, they're just miss it's not that they're miscategorizing it. They're just rebranding again basically i'm going to say 75% of the coworkers and employees that i've had or worked with i mean there are people <laughs> that just don't that just don't give a fuck they just want to collect they, they want that easy paycheck and that's and that's just the mentality of some people and that's because we live in a very entitled society now yeah, that, you don't feel like everybody feels like they're owed something, and they don't want they don't feel they they have to work for it or innovate for it or be uniquely creative to accomplish a task anymore. Right. Yeah, and and again, this that's that is it that that is not a categorization of like all millennials or yeah all all Zoomers. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I mean, that's that's pretty fair though. I mean, it's pretty fair. We're I mean, that's that's kind of I think where we are as society. Uh, at least on the front side. I mean, I think there's obviously, yeah. there's obviously, you know, standouts and gyms and, uh, you know. Oh, yeah. The thing about it is that we don't, I don't think we realize how fleeting, how fleeting everything is. And mm-hmm. we're going to be paved over and forgotten about. Right. I mean, no shit. Well, like most. We're, li- we're leaving our mark with this podcast. Well, that's what. Well, well, this podcast well, will live on forever. Well, that. The RSS feed will live on forever. Well, that's the idea. Right. And that's the way people live forever. That's the whole thing. The people that you know about, they weren't the only fucking people around. There was several, you know, millions of other people that just died and are under a fucking road. And who cares? You know, like, and well, I mean, that's how you get a poltergeist movie when you build 
Yeah. <laughs> build a condominium community on top of an Indian burial ground. Then you get poltergeist. Right. I think there's a lot of I think there's a lot of freedom in that, though, in that idea of like, hey, it you know, it's I might think it's a big deal, but I, that might be just how I feel. And maybe there's more that I need to, you know, consider, you know, about my about yeah. my existence in my life than just my job, you know, like, obviously. So I don't know. Quiet quitting. I I think it, I think quiet, it's quiet quitting by again. It's, say, it's a term coined by a lot of the a lot of the wokeism and the wokesters. But it, it's 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 a not a thing. Applies, it it's it's a rebranding of basically just a lazy employee that shows up to collect his paycheck. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying because they're not actually quitting. Yeah, and they're not actively trying to get fired because they'll. And I I mentioned this uh, it, it, off camera. Uh, Office Space was a great movie. Uh, cubicles, data entry. It's a movie from the '90s. But I swear, the listeners, you guys, definitely go watch Office Space if you've never seen it. Jackson, uh, dude, find it on Amazon, find it on Netflix, wherever you can find it. It's worth the $2.99 to rent it. Yeah, is it anything like The Office? Like that that type of... No. That type of... Uh, it's, inter- it's, it's a, it, is a, it is a dry-ish humor, but it's just, it's a, it's just a great movie. It's funny. It's, it's quirky. And it's it's very much about that quiet quitting mindset. Yeah. Again, they, it's a rebrand of just people just going through the motions, trying to not just do enough to not get fired. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah, sad, man. I, I, I make, it, make, it makes me sad for people. It, it really does. I mean, and I'm not I'm not coming from a high place. I'm just saying that's just it just seems such it just seems like you uh uh a scramble to arrive at some kind of conclusion about it. Mm -hmm. And it's not, it's an open, it's an open-ended thing. I mean, your future is just always kind of open-ended. So don't, don't, don't try to make that a thing. You know, don't make that a thing in your life. Like don't, don't, don't put white lights around something that's inherently dull. It's dull. Yeah. I mean, well, uh, we we say it we say it all the time. Find something that can hold your attention and that you're interested in, and that gives you some sense of fulfillment, and then pursue that. If you still have to work a regular, again, quote unquote, nine to five on the side, just work that side work work that dead end, soul crushing job to further your actual passions. Yeah. <clears throat> but don't just show up expecting to get a paycheck. Try to excel and exceed in that other, again, boring job so that maybe you can move up the ladder, save up enough money to where you can make this passion, turn that into an actual entrepreneurial venture. Of course. I, I mean, that's, there it is money. Just saying that's money. It's, it's an option. Yeah. Always is. Okay. So quiet quitting NPR, uh, but again, if you want to be bored to death and hear a bunch of propaganda, NPR, any of their podcasts. Uh, I mean, if you really want to fall asleep, try to read any of their articles. Mm. So moving right along, I got some uh, some deep state situations. Oh, gosh. We got Alex Jones back in the news uh, ever since January 6th. Uh, they've been just trying to crush 
anybody that's associated with Donald Trump. And again, I don't, we've established, we don't fucking care. What we do care about is that just the, the amount of propaganda and brainwashing that is always like we are bombarded with it constantly by not just the news media, but your, your friends and family, because they've all been bombarded with the same information. It just, it, it's cre- it creates more of a divide and division than it should. And that's why Alex Jones is in the news and currently being sued for his allegations that Sandy Hook school shooting back in, here's my, my note card, <clears throat> Sandy Hook school shooting, which occurred December 14th of 2012 in Newtown, Connecticut. How that reading that? Uh, perpetrated by 20-year-old, allegedly, or, you know, if, depending on your, if you're going with the Sandy hoax. <sighs> but uh, this shooting was perpetrated by, allegedly, by 20-year-old Adam Lanza, who shot and killed 26 people. 20 of the victims were children ages 6 to 7. That's shit. So, regardless of that, that actually happened. But Alex Jones was got in hot water because he was saying that it wasn't, it was a false flag completely that Sandy hook school shooting didn't even happen. Those kids didn't even exist. So he's been in court now. Again, this is after January 6th and they tried to pin all that crap on him that he instigated it when he was actually trying to keep people from actually going into, uh, Go go and storm the Capitol. He was trying to stop that from happening. But that again, that doesn't follow the narrative. So they kind of dropped Alex Jones from the January 6th conversation. Yeah. So, but now again, he's in court facing defamation lawsuits from not only the parents, but here's the deep set state situation. Alex Jones, conspiracy theorist, Supreme. He's the, again, he's the I love chief, that. He's the fucking chief officer. He, he is the he is the CF motherfucking O, the chief fucking officer <laughs> yes. of conspiracy theories. Uh, Alex Jones testifies uh, that the FBI is behind the Sandy Hook school shooting defamation lawsuit. Uh, now, he didn't actually say it, but he had <laughs> on his. His website, Infowars.com, which uh, if you want to go down some crazy cuckoo conservative rabbit holes, by all means, go there. Uh, if you want to go down all the crazy rabbit holes, uh, go, go to BitChute. Uh, but <laughs> Alex Jones, uh, <laughs> but, but, but facing, facing this defamation lawsuit, uh, it's an FBI, FBI agent, Bill Aldenberg. Uh, who's the plaintiff, one of the plaintiffs in this case, against Jones, though the government is not a party to the suit. So although this guy is there in his official capacity as an FBI agent, he is there as a citizen that just happens to be an FBI agent suing another citizen. Hmm. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to lie, yeah. just to interject a little bit. I mean, you know, smells like shit. Smells <laughs> like shit. Smells like a little shit. Yes, it does. And it, again, I'm not saying I'm 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 not agreeing with Mr. Uh, Mr. Alex Jones on the Sandy Hook. But Mr. They had a great, Jones and me. <laughs> they had, <laughs> while while he was on the stand, uh, attorney Chris Matei 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 uh, quoted from Jones's website 
that FBI sues Alex Jones to destroy the First Amendment. Now, basically, that statement says that if you make a false claim, that you can actually be sued for slander and defamation, which is already like because of this, this case is going on and on and on uh, with multiple lawsuits against Alex Jones because of the Sandy Hook, uh, the Sandy Hook hoax that he was peddling. Right. Um, again, that's an effective way to stifle the First Amendment because they're basically saying that, well, they're not saying that you can't say it. But they're saying that there are extremely expensive repercussions right. Wait. to saying whatever you whatever wild and crazy shit you want to say yeah. about certain individuals. Uh, so this this attorney kept going on with uh, while while questioning Alex Jones while he was on the stand, said, you know, the FBI hasn't sued you. And Jones replies with, I mean, I think that's a point of view. I actually agree with that. So Alex Jones is literally on on the stand in a defamation lawsuit saying, no, the FBI totes is totes in on this. Yeah. The FBI is behind this. They're pushing it. I'm I'm just going. I'm re, as I'm he's reading this fucking, article. He's fucking balancing that schizophrenic line like this right here. It's like, yeah, well, am I schizo it's, or it's, am I correct? I don't know. That, well, there's a reason that he's the conspiracy theorist supreme. Yeah. There's a reason right. that that title, he is deserving of that title, is because he's feeding his little baby birds. Yeah. Regardless of what you think of, of his his uh, his thoughts, his his theories, which, again, he's been right way more than he's been wrong on a lot of this crap. But because he's also a conservative, he's going to be demonized by the majority of the media. And then Fox News is smart enough to not even touch him. Um, but it's it's just great that he's just feeding feeding his little, his conspiracy theory, uh, nomers like his, his, his fan base. Yeah. I, I, I will go as far as to say his flock. Cause I mean, it's almost some conspiracy theorists are more passionate about the hunting down of these conspiracies than they are about religion. Right. Something people uh, at home might know that I just, I thought about this. I find interesting. I would wonder, you may know this too. Has he has Alex Jones because Alex Jones is actually in um, a bunch of friend circles with a bunch of comedians, you know, obviously Rogan mm -hmm. and yes. some Tim Dillon and some of the others. Um, obviously, they don't all agree on everything, but they recognize the the need for the conversation. But yeah. platforms such as Rogan are so large now that mm -hmm. they're I mean, they have more viewers than networks. So, oh, yeah, I mean, easily. So I, I, I would be suspicious if they would drag, you know, it, this whole suppression of the First Amendment, if it would drag, you know, the Joe Rogan experience into it, if he's ever even spoken openly about this theory on that podcast or even hinted at it. No, you know, he hasn't. He hasn't done yet. that. And actually, uh, Alex Jones has since admitted that he was wrong on on. he. I think he did it on the Joe Rogan podcast. And when he was on Joe Rogan, uh, I think. This was probably over a year ago. It was probably during co like the the lockdown uh, during the the pandemic. <clears throat> I'm sorry, pandemic. I didn't say pandemic. Um, fucking right winger, you fucking honky. <laughs> okay, no, but when he was on Rogan, Rogan was literally had his uh, what's it? What's his? What's his producer? His producer's name? Red Band. You know, not not Red Band. No, his. 
like the Jamie. Oh, had, Jamie. Yeah. He had young. He had he had young Jamie, literally fact checking everything Alex Jones was saying, and they're trying to talk, turn the frogs gay. Yeah. And it actually turns out that that you know they're not maybe not trying to do it, but it's a byproduct of some. <laughs> yeah, it, it is happening. But I just think it's hilarious that you know again Alex Jones is in a defamation lawsuit with an FBI agent suing him for slander. And <laughs> he's, he's just going, yeah, no, the FBI is totally behind this. I stand by that. Yeah. And this, this attorney is just like, I asked you if your testimony that the FBI is suing you in this case, is that your testimony? And Jones replies with, I mean, I think this is a deep state situation. That's his, and I'm that's just like, his words. It, yes, that's his, like he is quoted as saying that there's a video of him saying. Well, I mean, that well, I, mean, I guess it should be no surprise. I mean, the entire the entire thing is a deep state situation to him. But it's interesting that he's admitted that he's you know he's admitted to being wrong, um, mm-hmm. but not really. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's well, it's like he flirted with the idea of being wrong if it meant that people would well, go here, away. But here's the problem with with once you get too deep into the conspiracy theories or that, that culture, that's culture of conspiracy or the cult of conspiracy theories, uh, depending on how deep you fall into that category, you start seeing everything as being a potential conspiracy. Yeah. It's the same way. Like if you, if you buy a certain car and then you see that car everywhere on the road, same, same exact thing just made a lot bigger. Yes. However, if, if you actually break it down though, the CIA has actually like it's documented that CIA and I'm sure the FBI as well have gone out of their way to actually put out tons and tons of disinformation and fake conspiracy theories to make people sound crazier and crazier as some of these conspiracy theories have turned out to be true. Well, yeah, because because I mean, of course, because I mean, the idea that all you need is a little confusion or a little all you need is a little doubt. That is so mm-hmm. fucking true. All you need is a little doubt. It goes a long way. So also, also when you insinuate that somebody that believes in a conspiracy theory or conspiracy theories in general, you automatically get lumped like visually you would lump somebody in to a category like, you know, flat earther or the Sandy hoax, you know, nine 11 truthers, which again, I have. Hey, we stayed up on bit shoot one night. You remember that? that D- Dave Von Kleiss. Yeah. Question. Yes, that no, that, that guy's a fucking legend. That 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 dude is a fucking legend. But I'm I'm just looking at this going. You know these these people that are, that that espouse conspiracy theories like they they are looked at as being crazy. And crazy people are something that we've been trained to fear. Hey everyone, we hope that you're enjoying the audio version of the podcast. If you'd like to watch the full version, click the link in the description or go to Brain Snacks Podcast. Dot com. So, yeah. well, yeah, and, even if and, even if somebody like Alex Jones has a true like his conspiracy theory ends up being accurate and provable, people still look at him like he's a wacko. Right. And his his persona doesn't help the situation either. No, and you can you can get emotional, you can be passionate about something, but you don't have to go go my god, turn on the frost guy. Yeah. Because when, because when people do don't that, tune into you're, that. You're, well, well, a lot of people 
they want to see that fire. It's this is why like uh, Southern Baptist preachers, a lot, a lot of them, and I'm not knocking on them. I said, I'm just saying this is an effective technique to preach and get your point across is when you show that passion. So it's the fire and brimstone speech uh, sermons that actually serve to actually bring in more people. Right. Because it's entertaining. Yeah, it's entertaining. And also it, it it if you're not if you're not paying attention to your own self to your if you're not being mindful of your own thoughts and stuff, you you'll mm-hmm. go into it's the same reason like it's, there's a lot of things involved in that. It's like people may not like that vibration. People don't like that that fight or flight, you know mm-hmm. you know, people are not there yeah. yet. People are not willing yeah. to go there. So in order to in order to 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 prove merit to so your theory or whatever you got to meet people you got to you got to meet people you got to you, you got to you got to play just the tip you got to do yeah start with just the tip <laughs> you you can't you can't just ram it in dry no everyone knows you gotta, that you got to you got to you have to you got to take a little little bit then then just the tip and then the whole conspiracy theory. and then there it is and then hell they might they <laughs> might get lit up with you you never know but uh, it conspiracy it is a giant the, dumpster fire though and i think I, I do think it's interesting to a lot of people. Um, really sad for the families. The whole thing is already sad. We can at least say that that it's just sad that yes, it's yes. just sad that it's you know whether whether or not Adam Lanza acted on his own, whether or not he was a CIA MK Ultra yeah. person, maybe he was part of a team. I don't know. I, I I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna debate that. I'm just I'm think gonna say this. I think it's amusing that that he's still like this is still like major a major news story right yeah yeah it is and every time like if you want to like they keep talking about donald trump and january 6th because they don't want him to run in 2024 i get it whatever but when you nobody wants to nobody wants alex jones to continue with his programming or his website so why would you platform him because anybody that supports Alex Jones is going to see this and go, "This is the deep state trying to take Alex Jones out again." Is the people don't people don't know what they're doing? Well, I mean, they know what they're doing because it's clickbait. Because I clicked on it. Yeah. Well, there. I guess there's that element to it. So it's really, it's like they got they got that ad. Money they got they got yeah yeah yeah. So yeah, I just thought the deep state situation. Again, little little. Little touch on the conspiracy side. Yeah, but really, it's just you it's know just you had news. to. It's a, it's well I, again. I'm I'm way more into the conspiracy stuff than you are, but also it's just you had this extremely conservative individual that has conspiracy theories about human trafficking and you know child pedophile rings and you know whether or not any of these are true and provable. Yeah, I don't know, but. Why would you keep platforming him and advertising? It's it's, it's free advertising well, it's, for Infowars.com well, and for Alex Jones. Exactly. And it's also, you know, it's a, it's the same thing. The the media and fucking Saturday Night Live and all those fuckers, they've missed the hell out of Trump and they need another Muppet to, you know, be the mm-hmm. new, you know, it's so it's like almost it's like it's so easy, you know, to just pick a Muppet kind of cartoon character like that and run with it because it's so it's so good. For, I feel, I stuff. feel, oh my God, I, I just, you said Muppet and Trump and I'm just thinking like his, his wig, he looks like somebody, a somebody needs to like, there needs to be an animatronic mouth so that like whenever Trump starts talking, his hair is just like, look, I told you already, you need to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Don't, don't give NBC <laughs> Stop tweeting. Any, Stop tweeting. any good ideas for a new sketch because <laughs> I, I think they're I, again, running dry over there. 
there, there you go. SNL. If anybody sees this and knows anybody that works on SNL, one of the writers that uh, they can't write for shit anymore. The show is not funny. They're, well, they're they're scared. They're scared to offend people, and that I get that. But comedy is supposed to be mildly abrasive, maybe even outright offensive. Uh, because if we can't learn to laugh at the horrible things in life, then they're just gonna crush us. So get the fuck over it. Get over it, bitches. Bitches. So. Moving right along, if you have anything, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Do you have any other uh, other brain ticklers? I've got one, but it's super dark, and you know, I don't really want to share it. Uh, it's for the people at home. Just know that there was an effort made to have the Florida Man of the Week uh, this week, and in your heart, just know there is a Florida Man of the Week out there, and he did something terrible. So we're not going to talk about it. Um, well, we 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 will preface that news, by saying by saying don't don't worry so much about your electric bill. If you're worried about your electric bill to the point where you're going to actually uh you know potentially murder your family, maybe you need to take a time out and go to a mental institution. Yeah, maybe. And so that's all we'll talk about. You can, that, that, you can, no, you can, no more you can look on, look at, look it up on your own. I don't want to be the reason that you had to hear it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we'll keep this one light. We'll keep this one light. Yeah. I think you got something cooking over there. Don't you? Oh, I've got, I've got a couple of things pulled up right now. Uh, so, uh, this isn't, this isn't aliens. Uh, this, but this has to do with NASA and space. So, NASA uh, is testing basically a planetary defense system. And planet uh, Earth, baby, represent planet Earth. Number one, number Ooh, one in the universe. The number one. So far, as far as we know, I mean, the government's obviously lying to us about aliens, but NASA spacecraft crashes into asteroid in defense test. So NASA is testing this planetary defense style system. In the event probability or the eventuality that that is an asteroid or meteor taken out, this is Earth meteor. Bam! So, boom. so the crash was intentional, and it did what it's supposed to do. Yes, the crash was intentional. Um, Cape Canaveral, Florida, a NASA spacecraft rammed an asteroid at blistering speed Monday in an unprecedented dress rehearsal for the day a killer rock. Menaces Earth. This writing is epic, by the way. This is AP, uh, APnews.com. Uh, the galactic slam occurred at a harmless asteroid 7 million miles away with a spacecraft named DART plowing in. Hey. Plow, <laughs> plowing into the space rock at 14,000 miles per hour. Scientists expected the impact to carve out a crater hurl streams of rocks and dirt into space, and most importantly, alter the asteroid's orbit. So telescopes around the world and in space aimed at the same point in the sky captured the spectacle. Though the impact was immediately obvious, Dart's radio signal abruptly ceased. It will take, it will take as long as a couple of months to determine how much of the asteroid's path was changed. Now here's the important part that they uh they don't they don't put in the headline but this 
$325 million mission was the first attempt to shift the position of an asteroid or any other natural object in space. As far as we can tell, our first planetary defense test was a success. Adams told a news conference, the blah, 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 with applause. I think Earthlings, and I think it's, it's cute that this NASA, NASA guy called people Earthlings. I think Earthlings should sleep better. Definitely, I will. NASA Administrator Bill Nelson reminded people earlier in the day via Twitter, because, you know, why use, like, Twitter's great, but they should just reserve Twitter for, like, political figures, news media outlets. Like, people need to stop being able to just talk shit to each other. Let's just get, let's get news information via Twitter. Can we just do that from now on? So this NASA asset, I'm sorry, uh, Bill Nelson (laughs) (laughs) reminded people on Twitter. He said, no, this is not a movie plot. He added in a pre-recorded video, we've all seen it in movies like Armageddon, but the real life stakes are high. So they, they rammed into this asteroid named Dimorphos. Greek for twin. Named it. (laughs) A fast spinning asteroid. How long? And that's super cool. And and it is. It does kind of. It that's a like a real. That's a real solution, Mm -hmm. potentially to a real problem, maybe. But I'm wondering, just like, just like all the other nerds who really dig beyond in science and innovate, Mm -hmm. it's only a matter of fucking time before we take fucking space station out with that thing or something (laughs) (laughs) wait till we we'll we'll be be able to at least add it as a potential feature to a you know a military plan you know hey by the way also we could do this so so here's a fun fact so they were the target this uh dimorphous the asteroid named Dimorphos was 520 foot, 525 feet. Uh, but the the dart that slammed into it, the man-made dart, was uh, vending machine sized. Really? And it exploded. Yes. Holy shit. What? And they, Is they this- launched it last November. So it took almost a year to traverse to its target. Wow. I'm curious. If, I'm curious. Is if is is it? Wonder if it, was it rigged with explosives and like it's just gone now. They didn't say anything about it once it crashed into it. I think the the purpose of it is. I, I mean, general basically physics. So, <clears throat> an object in motion tends to stay in motion unless something interferes with so that. So it's motion. almost like it batted it away. Well, just if you or hit it, it at a certain it. angle. Yeah. If you hit it at a certain angle and. Again, there's no gravity. There are gravity wells in space, but <clears throat> there's nothing that all. It doesn't take much to push something out of orbit, yeah. So that it would maybe skirt around a planet or a moon or you know, again, the Earth. Yeah. So there's some so, level of precision involved here. There's there's a, there's definitely a high level of precision uh, because you're talking about some an object, an asteroid. That, well, it says asteroid, so maybe it was, it was. A fast spinning asteroid, five times bigger, blah, 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 blah. But I'm not, I'm not seeing anything that says that it was like 
was it in orbit around something? I'm not seeing anything about that. Hmm. You know, it would be crazy. It's almost like the scenario, like if you're trying to cut down a tree and then it falls mm. the wrong way. Like, oh, so shit, 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 shit. And, and now we're <laughs> Fuck. <coming>. No. <laughs> and now, now, oh, damn it. Oh, damn man, it, we just destroyed it. Puerto Rico. Fuck. <laughs> Oops. Oh, what are the Clintons going to do to <laughs> to launder their money now? Yeah. Oh, damn it. Puerto Rico's gone. Epstein's Island's gone. That's the only thing gone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! And it just so happened we just we just uh, we just relocated a shitload of evidence there. What the hell? Oops! Oops! Okay, so yeah, but no, that's that's uh, you know, depending depending on uh, your thoughts on aliens, this is this is a planetary defense test. If there's there's the motherships coming down. We see we if we can predict where it's gonna be, we can just shoot vending machines at it. Pepsi machines, Coke machines. It just yeah. Well, the thing is, we gotta have to have some kind of arsenal, and depending on how expensive that is, you know, eh. maybe Again, something, costs- some give some Elon to do. He'll he'll do that <laughs> like crazy kid but, in the corner. Uh, Again, this this project costs three hundred twenty five million dollars. Yet hey. To their credit, at least they hit the fucking thing. No, it worked. Yeah. Even 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 if even if it doesn't move it far, if it moved it at all, they're just like, that's a win. That's a win. We did that. Yeah. Elon didn't do that. It was NASA. That was NASA. Flat Earthers think we're crazy right now. They're like, listen now, <laughs> NASA's sponsored. NASA's a lie. <laughs> NASA's a lie. That's a great conspiracy. Hey, theory. no, I, NASA, no, NASA. hey, hey, I'm not kidding. I was on a job site a couple years ago, got cornered, almost. Almost to the level where the man pick, almost wanted to pick me up by my fucking shirt like that. Some old crazy fuck that was actually running a, you know, some idiot running a little crew out there. And I don't even remember what sparked the conversation. What, how do you get to this? Uh, but we talked about Flat Earth. And he, he, he was showing me all these, trying to show me all these videos and shit. And I was just like, man, I, I respect that's your opinion. I don't care. Just let me go on about my you know business. I guess he just thought this is dumb kid. This would be look a- here, son. You're gonna yeah. believe in flat Earth before the end of this conversation. I'm gonna beat the brakes off of you. He told me that God put two lights in the sky, two discs in the sky, the sun and the moon, which is all a fallacy. <laughs> That's stupid, anyways. With the sun's so the sun is the moon's light, you dummy. But uh, and then proceeds to tell me that NASA is just a giant. Um, dump for money so well, i mean and that's all that, it, that that's that's not entirely it might be partially inaccurate. true but it doesn't make the organization fake okay yeah no it's lazy no. grow up even even if the moon landing was faked yeah guy was just scared shitless i think mm, yeah so yeah i'm i'm done i'm done i'm done with uh with nasa's dart but again if if aliens are gonna attack at least we know we can hit a fast spinning object that's uh, a really fucking long way off because it took almost a year for our vending machine sized dart to get there. Earth one, Boom. Earth one, asteroid zero. Earth, Earth one, asteroid zero. We, hey, we might we may have disturbed a civilization. They might be like, hmm, what the? Because they might see that <laughs> off in the distance. Like, hmm. Right. You know, well, hey, I'm thinking maybe butterfly effect, and maybe we actually cause that's a new species. We, yeah. We caused a, new, a big bang by that redirecting. 
Well, I mean, a little, little, a little bang, bang. not, v- not a, a vending, a vending machine size bang. Well, no, because it'd be the the asteroid size, <laughs> depending on what it hits. <laughs> oh, and with that segue, we are gonna jump straight into. <laughs> are you going where? We we had we had a little we had a little up for this a little chat about this so I already know what's coming. We're we're gonna ramp up into uh, company launches vagina flavored chips so millennials can get laid more. Labialays. Just think about that. It, it, uh, again, uh, that's a that's a missed opportunity. Labialays by the by the by by Frito Lay. I mean, Labialays. Labia flavored lays. So this company launches vagina flavored chips so millennials can get laid. Pause uh, into this... proud to be an American. Even though it didn't <laughs> come from America, nothing else did. Yes. <laughs> it's a Lithuanian based <laughs> Lithuanian based com- company. So the the tagline, the tagline for it, and it, the brand of chips is called Chaz. Uh, Chaz. Chaz Kettle Chips. And it is called Pussy Flavor. I got to pull this limited up. edition on the bag. It says, and I'll bring that up in the screen now, but uh, for the hot ones and there's like this pinup girl, it's like instead of riding a rocket or a motorcycle, she's just sitting on top of a stack of chips. So hot. all bodies taste, all bodies taste good. No preservatives. Yes. For sex. And on the, on the box that the chips come in, it says, lose your virginity. With Chaz, pussy flavored kettle chips. I love now, this again, keep, so keep, much. Keep, keep keeping going. It's the perfect gift for millennials who lack a lot of, and this again is in quotes, lays. Yes. And I'm thinking that Frito Lay might want to go ahead and sue the New York Post for actually making that awesome pun because it is an awesome pun. But <clears throat> if they can't get it in the sack, they can get it in the snack. A chip company that purports to cater to sex-starved 30-somethings boasts a new flavor that supposedly tastes like a woman's JJ. We got to do a taste take- test. <laughs> we, we, we need to see if we can get this imported from Lithuania. We, I mean, well, we can. Mm. 10 bucks. Look- I don't know what all ten 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 dollars plus one hundred and fifty dollars in shipping. But if you if surely you will have to pull up Google Translate because nothing's in English, so you won't understand <laughs> if, if people at home want to go buy some of these. Which you know, I think we should. I, I, I love the we idea. Should, we, me and you, Brain Snacks. We get together. We approach them to get a sponsorship. Brain Snacks. We'll pussy Snacks. Brain Snack. Brain Snacks. Pussy Snacks. We are brothers. <laughs> we were separated at birth. Understand me. okay (laughs) after tasting it you will remember your wildest love adventures your first real love and maybe even lose your oral virginity reps for Chaz the Lithuanian based creators of the private parroting potato chips claim on their site dubbed pussy flavored potato chips the kinky creations are inspired by a purported generation wide sex drought among millennials who allegedly prefer perusing social media to getting saucy in the sack. I think that's just evidence. That's what the evidence shows, but I don't think people actually want this. But I do think it's awesome, and I support... Objection! Objection calls for legal conclusion. Uh, that, that, 
I'm, I'm, I'm just quoting from the trial the the lawsuit trial that I just went oh, over. My, oh. my lawyer said that repeatedly. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. I'll allow, I'll allow it. it. Su- sustained. But the point I want to make is that when you, if you think you can't do something, take something like this. Take pussy chips. Take the most off-the-wall idea you have running around in your skull and just get a couple buddies together and just fucking do it. <laughs> and get happy about it and don't fucking quiet quit your job because you think that's a thing that's not a thing pussy chips are a thing quiet quitting's not a thing and it won't ever be so you know be <laughs> if if you're if you're in the quiet quitting mindset just know that pussy flavored potato chips are a thing yes surely you have an idea that's at least slightly less asinine yeah. And disturbing than pussy flavored potato chips. Yeah. And I mean, there's no there's no reason for that negative self-talk anymore. No. There's no reason for that because I I can just imagine how much fun the little punk ass kids inside of these adults that created these chips were having. <laughs> just oh, yeah. knowing, just driving past a couple construction workers like, haha, we made pussy chips. You know, <laughs> and you're digging holes, man. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, uh, this 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 company is based in Lithuania. Again, uh, link link to the article in the description, and I, the fact that just to credit your point a little bit more. I mean, this is oh please, an please. Ar- this is an article from the New York Post. So this isn't like some obscure like random, you know, tabloid magazine. No, this is the New York Post. Yeah. Respected. Yeah. Respected. I mean, literally, like, the sky is the limit. So, and I, I, like, this company, the thing about it, though, is that this company will only be around for about six more months. So, you know, (laughs) it's, but if you, but if you make your money, in that period, then it's a success. I mean, I would consider it already to be a success. I don't know how much money they've made. But you yeah. know you can't really put a price on memories, and well, I will, you know I will, this snack's going to make memories. I'll point this out, uh, Chaz. Chaz chips. Uh, they actually this is this is like their obscure risque market branding, uh, and maybe that's to promote their other chips and just to draw attention to their brand. Oh, so they have other stuff. Brilliant marketing strategy. Yeah, they have. They have. Uh, Christmas flavored cashews. Okay, see. Uh, cannabis and jalapeno flavored. Uh, they also have mussels and white wine. So it says. So, <laughs> so, so, so see, we've got another. We've got another strategy here, which is have something you know, because you you have the crazy idea that you think you know, okay, that would be cool, or it's a little too wild. But you've also got the idea that's kind of a little more mundane and already been done, and you're wondering how to make it unique. So they've done that. They bridged mm. that gap. They brought people yeah. to potato chips because too many too many people make them, so they figured out a way. Okay, so true pioneers. I, I love I love the fact that you know, and this this goes to like uh, online shopping. Um, so you're you're a Zoomer, twenty two years old, twenty three right? man. I'm oh, bigger shit, just, than that. I'm sorry. Damn it. Damn it. Hey, it's fine, dude. I'm a, I'm it's the same thing. Well, okay, so 20, 23 years old, regardless. Uh, but 
when you were in high school, did you go did you go to the mall? Uh, not in the same way that not '90s often. kids did. But we, I, yeah, I did, okay. I did. I would, go, but there's not really many stores. I go to like Spencer's, and that's it. Well, that that's okay. So your generation was probably the last one to experience Spencer's gifts, yes. which Chaz yeah. flavored chips yes. would be in that in Spencer's. Yeah, that would be in the back section that you you yes. walk back there when you're like 13, 14 years old. You're just and like, all the kids would buy them. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, the lava lamps and the and the the, the crazy moving pictures. Yes, this is yeah. That's so spot on. This would this would this should be. And it's not again. It, it's actually not even that impractical because I know they have. Um, I think they sell like now now they sell. You seen those wrap snacks, the chips that are like wrappers. Have you seen that? Like no. Cardi B chips. Like there's a whole line. <laughs> I bet that one tastes like. Ass. I'm not kidding. Like all, like. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, all, like suck it, Cardi. All all these rappers now have the like their own little like signature chip with rap snacks, hey, that's, and they that's, sell them like in like different areas. And I think that Spencer's actually carries them. So that would be you know, I mean, this is really so. Don't don't quit your don't quiet quit. Don't accept that fate. Yeah. Get out there, A wet ass pussy chip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> That this you now you see Cardi B she missed the bus on that one when she released she should have done she should have joined up with Chaz mm. when they released that that single W A P and you got wet ass pussy and she's like eating a bag of chips yeah it would be it's I think timing it's just the timing on that uh, again uh, her marketing has been epic because she's a talentless fucking hooker whoa she's making money come on now. Don't talk about our celebrities like that. You, you want me to park this big Mack truck right in your little garage? Um, I'm sorry, I got like a Volkswagen bug. <laughs> like that, I got a big Mack truck. Sorry. Oh <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Well, I mean, I love that song. So. <laughs> I'm, oh. I listen to the, re- it. the reasons. Uh, I, I you just keep making me question why I asked you to join this podcast. Well, so. I mean, hey. <laughs> If I could do something for you for your mind, give you a little mental exercise, then that's awesome. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. Is there anything else craft. we want to discuss today? Is there any other brain ticklers? Any any other thing that we want? Any any new brain pussy snacks? Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, if you want to go get a, a fast food hamburger, go to Milo's. It's the best Ooh. one. Mm. Well, don't be a quiet quitter. I mean, you want the best example of quiet quitting? Just go order anything from McDonald's and say, I don't want this and I want extra this on it. And just like, just prepared to be disappointed mm. with your order. That's, that's the epitome of quiet quitting because it takes such little effort just to read a fucking screen that says no pickles, add mayo. And it's incapable of doing it. It's not that they're incapable. It's that they don't care. They're quiet quitters. Quiet quitters. They don't understand. There's no. Mm. There are no small roles. Just small actors. There are no small roles. Only small penises. All right, guys. Uh, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We are two inconsiderate assholes. Saying, uh, "Don't be a quiet quitter." <laughs> And uh, 
pursue your dreams, even if that dream is a pussy flavored potato chip. I would say especially if it's pussy chip. <laughs> all the love in the world, guys. We see hope you all have a good day, a good week, and we will see you next Thursday for another fresh, tasty episode. Brain Snacks with Jackson Max. Love ya. We out. We hope that you're enjoying the show. If you'd like to sign up for our newsletter, go to www.brainsnackspodcast.com.